With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Welcome to Saturdays on the Gold Coast on SEN. Back we're here at Green Mount Kiosk at the Green Mount Surf Club. Beautiful day, great weather. Looks like it's going to stand for the rest of the day. Of course, day oh. four of the Ashes where SEN Cool is, is going live. And we're going to cross live to, to the Gabba very, very soon. Don't forget to join the action this morning. Open line 1300 42 15 33. Also the text line 0477 736 736. Thanks to McDonald Jones Homes. Kickstart your extraordinary with McDonald Jones today. Now... We're going to talk to a man who I followed his career career very closely. He's a Gold Coast boy as well, Jared. You do a lot of training with him. Yes. Um, Had an absolute, two absolute wars against a a former Polish boxer by the name of Thomas Adamak. And I remember where I was in those days when I watched those fights. And and on the line, we've got uh, Gold Coast and former world title contender and Paul Briggs. How are you, Paul? Really well yourself. Really, really well. Thanks for joining us on Saturdays uh, on the Gold Coast. And uh, you've been doing a fair bit of work with the uh, with the Titans boys, I believe. Yeah, we have. Um, I had all the guys in the gym lately and, and just been working on... Uh, the biggest thing, I think, is um, uh, just having them being able to manage their communication whilst they're uh, under incredible fatigue, which is, um, uh, you know, can be of uh, incredible benefit when they're on the football field. Yeah, absolutely. Now... Jay, well, you've been down there a fair bit. Uh, is that with the top top thirty squad? Yeah, we go down just for the top thirty. Obviously, Briggsy's got a uh, a studio down there uh, across the road from uh, not Q Super Center. What's it called? Um, where are you at again, Briggsy? At Burley? Oh, just um, opposite uh, Stocklands, Burley. Stocklands, that's the one. Stocklands, Burley. He's got a great studio down there with the ring, and we go down there the top thirty uh, Wednesday mornings about eight o'clock, and. Um, yeah, get through some uh, plenty of work with uh, with Briggsy. We get on the bag. Um, obviously, there's plenty of chat with, uh, like Briggsy said, we're you know, getting under fatigue and, and still communicating with each other because obviously with rugby league, you know, that's where it's our biggest downfall. When guys get tired, they stop talking. Yeah. So we need to work together. And I think Briggsy's been doing a fantastic job. And um, you know, and I reckon we can already see it. Uh, you know, on the training paddock, obviously he wouldn't see that because he hasn't come down. But I reckon what Briggsy's done already, just in a short time, I reckon is definitely paying off. The already. different disciplines, Paul, uh, in relation to rugby league and boxing. I still regard boxing as the hardest training you can do. One of the hardest trainings you can do. Um, but the difference in in um, in conditioning levels. How have you found those? Um, it's interesting because on a football field, obviously, you've got, um, you know, a whole lot of uh, other guys on there to be able to pick up your slack. You know, um, in, in the boxing ring, there's, you're one out, it's only yourself. So if you, if you have a bad night, it can be disastrous for you. So the, the main thing I'm trying to instill in all the players is to play like they've got nobody um, uh, there backing them up, but still at the same time, 
being able to work cohesively as a team. And um, it, it, when we get through some of the drills and stuff that we do in the gym, just getting them, the biggest thing that we're working on is just communication, just being able to um, have them still be able to communicate and work cohesively as a team whilst they're under incredible fatigue. And a lot of the sort of training that we're doing, a lot of the, the drills and a lot of the, um, you know, um, even the conditioning holds and those sorts of things that we do, uh, are fairly arduous, you know, and, and they, they'll put them under a different kind of pressure that they've not necessarily had on the football field. So for them to be able to communicate as a team, and we have different drills where they're moving in different parts of the room as well, you know, So and they've got to be able to use their awareness. So the biggest thing is an old adage that fatigue makes a coward of the strongest man, you know, and, and um, the, the biggest thing that we're doing in the gym is, is having them being able to still work on having awareness of what's going on within the room uh, no matter how fatigued they're getting so that that, that way hopefully that can um, transfer onto the football field as well so even though they're, they're fatiguing and they're going through all sorts of different uh, challenges you know, on the field they're a cohesive team so that way they're, they're, they're a champion team, they're not just a team as champions Mate, Briggsy, I don't know if you know this. I've actually had a fight before. I fought on the undercard before John Wayne Parr yeah, and Jock Mundine. It was the tiredest yeah. I've ever been in a situation. All I did was yeah. four three-minute rounds too. It was, honestly, it was one of the hardest things I've ever done. And, I've, I've you know, I've played Origin. I played 30 minutes Origin. I still don't even think I was that tired. Mm. Uh, but when it comes to getting on the football field, it was probably the fittest I've ever been. Because, like, obviously, when you're boxing, it's so much into it too is breathing. Yeah, you know, like well, you, you know, forget yeah. to breathe. You forget to breathe when you're boxing. So when obviously I did about eight or nine weeks of boxing training, plus I was doing preseason, my breathing and things like that. Like there's so much to think about when you're boxing, isn't it? There is. I mean, the thing is, one of the biggest challenges I had at the end of my career was with my nervous system, which is uh, um, so common in in boxing. You know, it's taken me ten years to be able to heal myself, but. Um, <clears throat> Football is very similar in the sense that you're getting hit from directions that, that you're you, sometimes you're unaware of. You don't even see. I mean, the, the beauty of boxing is you've got one man standing in front of you and you know sort of, or you've got a fair idea of what's coming at you. On the football field, you've got 12 other players that could hit you from any angle sometimes that you're, you're not even aware of. So when, when it comes down to working with the nervous system, um, <clears throat> There's nothing like um, uh, uh, boxing to to uh, have to battle through because the thing is this, right? You've got to be able to be a mathematician. You've got to be an incredible chess player. You've got to be a, a problem solver. You've got to use your analytical mind as well as uh, just be an absolute warrior and battle through. So it's not just about... Um, you know, the brawn of being able to um, thump another man. But you've also got to, especially in today's boxing world, where, you know, elite fighters are, are such in, incredibly um, sound and proficient uh, technically, uh, technical fighters, um, you, you have to be able to solve equations. You have to be able to understand ring craft. You have to be able to uh, work out what your man's trying to do, counter that and still, um, you know, uh, elicit the game plan that you have worked on over the last, you know, 10 weeks. So <clears throat> with regards to what we're actually doing here, you know, with uh, the Titans is um, getting them thinking sort of along those lines, like an individual warrior, but also, you know, in, as a co cohesive unit. 
So it's it's almost like, you know, trying to produce an elite fighting force, you know, like most like the SAS or something like that, where where you have um, guys under, uh, you know, extreme pressure and, and um, you know, tension in ways that they've never really worked before or, or and still being able to communicate, still being able to be a cohesive team. And it's interesting because as the session goes on at first, unbelievable, you know, in each session that we do, they just get better and better and better. But as the session goes on, it's funny what fatigue does. And, it's, and the biggest thing that it attacks is the uh, ability for one man to be able to communicate with another man. Well, fatigue can make cowards of us all, oh, can't it? Now, man. you're probably still getting used to a lot of the names there, Paul, but is there any standouts, any players you feel as though could make a little bit of a handy transition if they were going to have a, have a fight down the track? Uh... <laughs> Um, you know what? There's actually I've, I've, we've noted. Uh, my coaches and I have noted um, about six that um, I'm not going to mention on air. But um, but yeah, there, there's there's. I'm definitely uh, you know what? I, I've, I'm definitely yeah, hundred percent. You're not. I wouldn't want to stand. I wouldn't want to stand in front of you. <laughs> um, I, I think I think that. Um, there's always been a, 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 an amazing crossover, you know, between football and yeah. boxing, and and you know, um, much, much like um, the, the fight you guys started, you know, like it just it, it's um, it, it is tough and it is completely different and it, and it is hard. But when you're used to being hit, like I said, when you're used to being impacted upon, you know, um, having one man standing in front of you throwing throwing two punches at you. Um, compared to, you know, 13 hits or, or, or 12 hits coming at you from all sorts of different directions. I don't know where I'd rather be. Yeah. Now, you must be excited, uh, like I am, with not only Australian boxing, Paul, but Gold Coast-based boxers. The Maloney twins, of course, are just on the border. Yep. Um, Andrew fighting in, uh, in a week and a half. Uh, Jai Apatea fighting for a world title next year. Bruno Torimo, the Tanzanian, living on the Gold Coast at Southport. Fly to England, flew to England yesterday for a world title eliminator yes. in, in Manchester. So it's it's in a good state, Gold Coast boxing at the moment, isn't it? It's incredible. Like boxing in Australia is in an incredible place. You know, like what what um, <clears throat> what uh, has happened recently. You know, with Chifuma Lopez being absolutely just dominated. Yeah. You know, by a kimbosis, it was it was incredible. Um, but also like. Um, uh, uh, you know, um, uh, Torimo, you know, I love him. I've had him in the gym, you know, sparring some of my guys, and he's he's just an absolute weapon. And, and mm. there, there's so many un, unnoticed boxers coming out of Australia. You know, Australia's always been renowned overseas as being a, a melting pot of absolute warriors. You know, and the problem... Uh, 20 years ago was Australia was so far away from the rest of the world. Now we live in a world that is so interconnected and, yeah. and so, you know, um, close together that, uh, you know, our, our fighters get uh, uh, exposed overseas um, exponentially, you know, like it's incredible. So yeah. um, I, I think over, especially with what we're seeing with um, with Cambosis Jr., I, I just think that um, he's opened um, the pathways now and being a, becoming a unified champion um, open pathways now for, for so many other boxers, you know, around the world to, to get noticed and to, you know, for all eyes to actually be on Australia for, for Australian boxing. 
Yeah, great stuff. Paul Briggs, thanks for joining us on Saturdays on the Gold Coast. Uh, if you really love your books, go and get Heart, Soul and Fire, The Journey of Paul Briggs. I read it a number of years ago. It's an outstanding read. Thank you very much, Paul Briggs. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Briggsy. Thank you very much to Chris Nelson for today for uh, Gold Coast Races and also Summit Eagle Farm. Paul Briggs, we just spoke to him. Most importantly, Nathan Irvine and his staff here at the Greenmount Kiosk for, for hosting us uh, Saturdays on the coast. Uh, Jay Walt, again, thank you very much. Uh, may the board openings on Monday be smooth and stress-free for all the residents around Cool and Gatter in the Tweed. A resurgent England going into day four of the bench on the back of skipper Joe Root. The Aussies need to strike early. Let's cross live to our SEN coverage of the Ashes with our team, Jared Waitley, Anthony Hudson, Ian Healy, Graham Atherton and Simon Cadditch. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.